Hey everybody, Brian here. So this week we didn't actually play a game. We had a little informal just talk, uh, knowing that PAX Online will be starting on the 12th. Uh, Clues will be line producing during PAX Online and will not be available. So no new games for two weeks. But we will be back the Sunday after PAX wraps up. But we thought we would just have a little chat about some of the panels that will be coming up during PAX Online, uh, where we'll be hanging out. And then the conversation devolved into horror movies, uh, previous arrest records of some of the members of the cast, and it just went downhill from there. Uh, So enjoy this little uh, interlude. Uh, hopefully we'll see you on the servers somewhere uh, while we're watching PAX. And we'll see you in just a couple of weeks with some brand new content. An apology on my part, my technological leprosy struck again. Because this wasn't a normal stream, I didn't activate the microphones. I didn't go through my normal startup process that I usually do when we play a normal D&D game. And so for the first mm, half hour or so, uh, the mics were muted. Sorry. Um, So you're going to be jumping in to this about mm, a quarter of the way through the conversation. My bad. I guess, sorry. And is that by design? No, it was my electronic. No, Blackstar Panda, that's not by design. Well, it's my, it, sorry. (laughs) This isn't our normal stream, so I didn't go through the normal process I do of making sure the mics are on and everything. uh, So, well, cool. (sighs) So anyway, that was the most interesting Isn't conversation ever, guys. Uh, great street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there we no solved C- all the world's problems? Is there no C team game? There's not. Um, there is a better advice panel. I saw that. No, no C team game. Hmm. Okay. I was also looking. Where, what day was the one where it's about scaring your players respectfully? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> respectfully, I don't how to terrify. I'm scaring respectfully. I like that. That's cute. Well, I think the idea is that you know, especially with this year, we have people who have been. We have got some game hmm. masters who have been dumping in traumatic things without warning their players first yeah, as a means of yeah, and that's just kind of shitty. That's bad and wrong you know? and stupid, and you should yeah. do that. Yeah, that's a that's not a. But I was mainly uh, quoting the uh, "I am staring respectfully" thirst tweet. I'm staring respectfully. I'm staring I've respectfully. That. I'm scaring respectfully. I like it. I, I don't think I I've actually seen that. I to run a game one day where it's like, I make everyone sign a consent form because I want to do like a psychological horror game. Be great. Yeah. But it, that's that's when everyone signs up for it, right? That's like, everyone's like, yeah. I, it's like if you, go, if you go to see Saw or Human Centipede, you know what you're signing up for. You can't come out of there being like, I didn't know what it was about. I'm traumatized. No, you you might be traumatized, but you knew what you were signing up for. But if you just right. spring that on someone, hey, we're going to watch this great movie. What is it? <laughs> I have a prime example of what of, of, of a situation like this. Okay. Aliens versus Predator 2. Okay. Do you okay. ever see it? Any of you? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. It, if you're, okay, it's Aliens versus Predator mm-hmm. in a small Midwestern town. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. like, or Mount, or, or so basically, it's it's. If you're a human and you're in this movie, you're screwed because it's aliens versus predator in your town. Yeah. The people sitting in front of me and my brothers when we went to see this movie because it was a Christmas uh, release movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 
brought their child with them. Oh my god. That was just, a mistake. Just an old enough child to take to a movie theater to enjoy a movie with. Uh, when and this is the type of age child that when you bring them to the movie, you bring them to see The Lion King, and and, that's, and you want, you make sure they understand after the movie's over that those it's are cartoon, cartoon. characters, just a cartoon. And and Simba's daddy didn't actually die. He's they just oh, stopped, no, he's dead. He's they just dead. stopped drawing he's, him. He's a fake. He's he's fake, and daddy's not gonna be. Daddy's not gonna die. This like, see, daddy's okay. He's not going to die because. He's but Uncle John's got a yeah. scar on his face too. Yeah. No, no. Listen. <laughs> Meanwhile, trust me for the harsh realities, my child. <laughs> okay, so left and right, people are getting butchered by aliens, and like chest bursting is happening. And this child is going, "Mommy, I'm scared," and his father's like, "Shut up." And then as they're walking out, they're complaining about how this is not. We brought our kids to see this movie. I'm like. Why did you bring your kids to see this movie? Are you fucking stupid? So one of them was was brave enough to say, Mommy, I'm scared. They brought two kids with them. Oh, God. The other one was so scared that they were huddled up in their seat and couldn't say anything. Oh, my God. That reminds me of uh, how one time while on vacation in a hotel room, uh, we were flipping channels, my older brother and I. I think we were seven or eight and we felt we found porn we did uh and uh but aside the point we also found the film event horizon uh oh man that was trauma that was awful i was like i uh i'm terrified i i'm not gonna sleep <laughs> that'll do I it guess that... that's why i'm broken because i i was brought up with nothing but horror films yeah i mean <laughs> this is why you don't sleep at night. <laughs> the only ones that ever got me was oh, we just talked about it. I was just we were just talking about it on the stream too. Um, the alien movie, Fire in the Sky. Oh yeah, that was the only one that ever got because I hate aliens. That's creepy. Yeah, that's a creepy ass movie. Fire too. in the Sky. I'm not familiar with. I'll have to oh, take a look at it. go. That's the that's one of the few movies. I, and I've seen every horror movie left and right. It's one of the few movies that got me. I wonder if I'd watch it again, but I don't know. I think that one is actually like about. It's not like an alien it's horror based movie, but on it's like a, a, yeah. It's like it's, it's based an based alien. It's an alien abduction. Like this happened to me. I'm like, oh shit! I'm not watching yeah. this movie, buddy. Yeah. No. That's it's no 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 no. I don't 19, like aliens. So wait, this was made in 1993. Yes, I mm-hmm. was eight years old when I watched this. It was, it's a creepy ass movie. I just, I don't, I, I can deal with normal alien, like alien predator, all that stuff I was yeah. fine with. I watched uh, Hellraiser, Friday the 13th, all mm-hmm. like all the classics grew up with just fine. But Fire in the Sky fucking got me. Because <laughs> well, I think that was more, that was more psychological, right? Because the, all those others you described are like. It's a, it's jump scares and it's jump I mean scares, it's gore, gore but it's like eighties gore, you know. Yeah. Yeah. None it's... of those got me, but I think it was because it was like oh based on a true story. But even like the end, um, what was the other one? Close Encounters. That one didn't really get me, mm-hmm. even though that was supposed to be. Well, it was more. Thing. It was yeah. That was more just like. That was more like science fiction fantasy. Than Suspe- else. That was more suspense yeah. than it was. Hey, you've been abducted and violated by aliens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was. 
Also, the abduction scenes in that movie were far more terrifying than Close Encounters. <laughs> like, the Close Encounters were scary, but also, like, more mysterious than anything else. Yeah, Fire in the Sky, fuck that movie. <laughs> I, I think... The, the, I remember now I know where they got some of their ideas in Dead Space. Oh, Possibly, yeah. The, yeah. I, there, some of the horror movies have easily influenced a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There was... Uh, well, I remember Thriller... Because I didn't know that Michael Jackson was going to turn into a werecat. So that was that was, <laughs> was kind of terrifying. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. spoilers. Um, <laughs> 1990s spoilers. Spoilers. And, Wait, um, that came out in the 90s? 87, 88, I thought. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, well, oh, shoot. What was it? I remember I was at a party. It was like eighth grade. I was at a party with people that I went to school with. And for some reason, they were watching, I think the movie was called Hellgate. And it's like this. Ita- it's an Italian horror movie, and the first scene is of this little kid sitting on the second floor, looking down on the first floor, and it's this creature that comes in and kills the mom, and then kills the dad by slitting his throat, and it was just. And then the thing looks up, stops, and sees the kid hiding up there, and starts slowly walking up the steps, and then it goes into the movie. And for me, that was just like, nope, juice, like times a thousand. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh man, that was <laughs> it is not bueno. Thriller actually came out in nineteen eighty two. Wow, that early. Oh, man. I, wow. Yeah, it was the biggest pop C D ever, compact disc. And then like, the uh would... the the so then the the video came out I guess eighty two, eighty three then, yeah? No. Video's nineteen eighty two as oh, well. Oh really? Okay. MTV mm-hmm. was, was around then. Okay. Yeah, no, I remember um compact discs previously were basically classical music and when Thriller <laughs> came out they put it out in compact disc and like People are like, oh, hey, this compact disc format's pretty cool. And, like, that's that really got a lot of people to buy compact disc players. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, and it was Jonathan Landis that directed that, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Jonathan Lander. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, he did, uh, Twilight Zone? Let's see. He did uh, he did Animal House, if I remember correctly. He did a whole bunch. Then after Twilight, Blues Brothers, I, yeah, Blues Brothers, Animal House, American Werewolf in London, Trading Places, Three Amigos, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop Three. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah, he was that. around for a while, and that was like a big deal to have like this well-known cinematic director do a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky Fried Movie. Buys well. like us. That's wow. Excellent. Excellent movie. Amazon yes. Women on the Moon. He yep. did that. I love that. That's such a bad, good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did he do Twilight Zone or is that someone else? He did some Twilight Zone stuff. No, no, but there was the movie, and I remember that director actually got blacklisted for a while because of no, the actor that got killed. Twilight by Zone the, the movie, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, and after that he like didn't work for a while because of the accident during that movie where one of the actors got killed don't think that's the case because he's got a lot of movies on here between after that there but then there was a time where he was like persona non grata because of that but twilight's in the movie actually had multiple directors so i don't know Um, yeah so i don't know it might have been a different director because yeah um, he directed the sequence that was with the it was a guy who was like a racist who was constantly jumping into bodies of like different minorities and in the end he saves these two uh he saves these two vietnamese kids during the vietnam war from this helicopter crash but there was an accident, and the helicopter actually crashed, and it uh, ended up with the actor, and I think the kids dying. 
Um, and they didn't obviously have, it's not an actual snuff film, but they did keep part of that, what they shot in the final cut, huh. the actual, the crash. Um, but I think not so much because of he kept the footage in, but I think more because of the accident and how it happened, I think. Because uh, I think there was some, like, questions as to whether the guy flying the helicopter should have been, or I forget all the details around it, but, mm. yeah, that was... Because that was also around the time, like, all, you know, the Faces of Death movies were coming out. It was, oh, you know. God. Hey, <laughs> uh, I actually <laughs> saw Faces of Death. I think I was... The I 80s were like, the 80s were a wild time. I think I was 17. Yeah. And I, I saw like, Faces of Death. 12 or 13, I think when I and saw it. And I think it. The, mm-hmm. the what struck me as amusing about it is that I think I saw it on like a a History Channel knockoff. <laughs> like that was on like local access or something like that. <laughs> but like they would show history stuff and then it's like now we will show Faces of Death. And I was like, oh, I've got to see this shit. <laughs> I have got to see this. This sounds dumb as hell. The, the, the 80s and were though, a wild it was. time, man. There was a, uh, for some reason, just in that thread, it reminds me, there was a um, a, 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 a ride park. A, a, I don't want to call it a theme park, but there was it was called Action Park, and it was in, like, North Jersey. Like some people will call it Central Jersey, but there is no Central Jersey. And I won't get into that. But there's this thing called Action Park, and the guy that ran it had no clue about how to run uh, like an amusement park. He just decided he was get he had the property, he was going to open up, and he designed all these rides. And it was at the time like the most dangerous park in America, because so well the first thing is just the rides themselves. So they had like an alpine slide where you ride the little skateboard down the concrete chutes. But they didn't. He didn't have like an engineer design this. He just designed it, and oh. so like the turns weren't banked properly. So it was not uncommon for people to be launched out of the track, you know, and fly out off of the track on this thing. Um, and the things that you would ride either didn't work properly, where the wheels kept on locking up, where you weren't going fast enough, and that meant that the person behind you would crash into you. Or they worked too well and the brakes were non-existent. So you couldn't even brake to try to slow yourself down. So you were going down these concrete chutes at breakneck speeds. So part of the thing was people that went to that were coming back with all sorts of like road rash on like, and these were like kids that I went to middle school with, like on their arms and legs. Like, yeah, I went down the Alpine slide. I got destroyed. You know, it was like this idea. They had the, um, the rope swing where, you know, you'd swing out into like a, you know, a, a thing. He designed... I don't think they ever actually used it. They des- he designed a water slide that had like a loop-de-loop in it, and uh, he paid some kid that worked there like a six-pack of beer to go test it. And the kid ended up like breaking his nose and all that because you can't you have to, people don't realize how much they don't realize how much acceleration you need to have to actually continue yourself over a loop through a thing. You need a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you need um, a lot. And then you add into the fact that the park was essentially run by 17, 18, 19-year-olds. There were no really responsible adults there. And everyone, including, like, the teenagers, were drunk because no one was policing uh, the alcohol intake there. It was basically, if you could take, like, a, a teen 80s movie, this is exactly what was happening. The park had to pay extra money to the township so they could afford an additional ambulance 
there were so many 911 calls and runs to the emergency room from this park. I'm going to I'm going to tell you a, fu- a fun fact. <laughs> there was a documentary about this park from yes. the guy who made it. Yeah, I saw it. It was and amazing. Johnny Knoxville saw the documentary. So he made a movie about this theme park and this dude. Yep. Isn't it called Defunct Land? Action Point. Action, Action point. point. Yeah, it that's yeah. yeah, he based the movie on this on this park that was an actual place that my parents I don't understand my parents never let me go. I wanted to go. <laughs> Why can't it be my turn? But it was. I would oh, be no. horribly mangled and injured. That was like a that was like a a, a crucible. Uh, it was like a a a a, a badge a rite of, of passage. Yeah, it was like you were one of the cool kids if you went and survived Action Park. And I was like, I wanted to do that, and I never did. So and probably for the better. I think there was one like where like a grandmother got like maimed on it because the she her little cart on the Alpine slide got stuck, and then someone else just. Yeah, rammed right into her and uh yeah it was the 80s were a wild time man <laughs> like this kind of shit would never fly oh, now oh, damn it. well what's more impressive is that knowing what the park was and parents still let their kids go <laughs> uh, and i i can actually see the logic of the parents like oh that's all urban myth none of that's real possibly they wouldn't let a place like that stay open little, mm-hmm. did, they little yeah. did they know yeah yeah there's it's there there were some there were some uh stories that came out of that place but yeah 80s man <laughs> so so, were a thing. Uh-huh. so what was the what was, what was the first horror movies that you guys saw because we we'd said that clues had seen all like the classics but then got freaked yeah, out right. by fire in the sky you... i'm literally on a list right now of freaking horror movies because i'm like there's got to be something in here so the shining <laughs> Okay. Not scary. Kind of. <laughs> it's scary no. for a different reason, though. It's a whole different. As thing. an adult, I I find it a little bit scary. But as a, as a kid, I was like, I don't get it. It's, it's all too, this... too for cerebral. For children, it's a little slow play, uh, slow paced, and a bit cerebral. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, to ping as scary. Mm-hmm. Well, my brain was like, look at all the snow outside. Why aren't they outside <laughs> playing in the Why snow? Why aren't they playing in the snow? Uh, Get Out, if you haven't watched it. It's a decent, scary Uh, movie. Jordan Peele's. Jordan Peele's. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Don't watch his second one. I watched, what was it, Us? Us? That was fucking stupid, in my opinion. Oh, okay. I I was like, I'm I'm sitting here waiting. angry about it? I was wanting to be scared of something, and then I'm like, nothing's Uh, scary. Yeah, if if you're looking for a scare and you don't get the scare, then it's like... Uh, well, that and the concept to me was just dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm like the the twist at the end. I thought, okay, cool, I like that, but that's literally the last five seconds of the movie. Yeah, he's a really that's he's a really interestingly good like. storyteller. It's just that yeah, he's not going to hit it out of the park Isn't every he time. Redoing Candyman. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, he's producing or it's like that. He, he's involved in some sort he's, of pr- he's Candy a producer. Man. He's a producer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity is the next one on the list. That, that was one scared the first the shit one out was of me. fine. I was like, cool. Playing off of things that you can't see is always a good way to get creeped out. And found footage is always an interesting. Yeah. Found footage done well is always an interesting. Blair Witch. There's... I saw that when Blair I was. Blair Witch is literally next on the list. And I remember that, like, when the way that they did their marketing was genius. That yes. it was actually real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, I don't know if 20... I ever saw Blair Witch in its entirety. And if I did end up seeing it, I think someone was riffing on it the whole time. And so it was like kind of like this is pretty funny. I I so, saw kind of in the theaters. Uh, Me too. 
and I was, I think I was 20 or 21, and it scared the shit out of me because at the time I was still living in South Jersey, so I was living in the middle of the woods. Blair Witch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blair Witch Project. It was 1999. And it was, scared the shit out of me, and I was like, I needed to get to the city where there were no trees (laughs) because that was... That was really, really well no done. No like, no like tree. tree and then they, what was cool, lot. yeah, like, like what Twa Clue said, they like made the actors like vanish. Like they, they like, nope, you have to like stay out of public sight yeah. for until the movie releases. So there was and like, the oh, wait, no. Whole marketing campaign leading yeah. up to it. Like this was real. We found this footage. You're not going to believe what. And it was just like this, con- like a year worth of great marketing. Yeah, just they that, built this mythology around the place. And it, it was yeah. so good. Very, very cool. cool. It was filmed near where I grew up. Near uh, in Maryland. And I um, remember going to the theater and I did not know if it was fake or not. (laughs) I was like, like, what the hell Mm -hmm. did I just watch? And I had the internet. I mean, I, I remember going on the internet and like looking stuff up. And I think eventually I found like a website that was taught like where people were talking about mm-hmm. that it was it was a, it was film students and it was a project. And so yeah. like, I'm like, OK, so it wasn't real. But yeah. it's cool I mean, because it's like yeah. me looking it up on the Internet. I was 14 at the time. I was gullible. I'm like, this is amazing. Was... And then I was like, why aren't they finding these people? Yeah. Yeah, it was because there's just a, even though there's like that part of you that's like, no, it's a movie. Right. It had just enough of. What is it? Shitty quality where you questioned. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really. I don't think you could. I don't think you would be able to do that again now. I mean, the found footage is now like its own genre, right? Like paranormal activity. And it's a cool aesthetic. But you I don't think now with the Internet, you would be able to unless you like filmed it and then immediately zipped them off to like Antarctica. You know, all the the entire cast and crew and just sequestered them for leaks. Yeah, there'd be leaks. It yeah, leaks. it's it's. Everything I don't think you, don't think you could get. I don't think you could film it and then zip the people away. I think you'd have to zip them away and film it because mm-hmm. what's his face that plays Spider Man? He's like on stage or on set leaking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Holland is yeah. yeah. Tom Holland, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just thinking of you guys are talking about Blair Witch. I'm just like that. That was when I was in high school here, mm-hmm. and because that those were students from. Uh, UCF, a school I went to, uh, or a university I eventually went to. All the high schools in the area with any amount of like a TV production or stagecraft are like, this is a big deal. You can become get into Hollywood if you're yeah because you can, they're doing this. And then we're like, wow. So thanks for ruining the movie for us and telling us everything about it. Like uh, yeah. jackasses. <laughs> they were they went they went to a community college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they were from a community college and and they they filmed the movie and they did it for just a few thousand bucks and they made millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was it was huge. It was yeah. them. Uh, Clerks Definitely was like one that. of those moments where it's like, listen, the, the doors are open. Yeah, I, I think that uh, Tarantino and um, and uh, Kevin Smith kind of started that too because when they did Reservoir Dogs and they did Clerks, Clerks was shot yeah. for like thirty thousand dollars, and Reservoir Dogs wasn't much more. Today. But here's it was the first time where you had like these directors that were like rock stars. They didn't go to film school. Like Kevin Smith is a film school dropout, and uh, Quentin Tarantino is just just. No, he was a video rental. Yeah, but he had watched every movie, and and they showed you don't need to have these big budgets to make these very cool, quirky movies. Yeah. 
Let me borrow your car. Why do you need to borrow a car? I need to go to the video store. You work at a video store. <laughs> I'm not it even is, supposed to be here. Today. You know, no, it's great. Is I watched it again. It holds up. Yeah. It, it holds up because there's nothing. The humor in it is is timeless. <laughs> so here's the funny thing: is that I watched Clerks for the first time in my late twenties. Mm-hmm. Right. Whole whole film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. This is where my uncle developed his entire personality. <laughs> this film, because like it's got so many. He his talking points are this movie's talking points. This movie's ideas are his ideas. Mm-hmm. It's like interesting. That's where he gets all of this. Cancer merchant. Cancer merchant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a. I'm disappointed in this list. None of this is scary. Candyman. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, that was, uh, Which one? The uh, original. Original. Ninety. Uh, seventy-six. Seven. Seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Some. Seventy something. Mm-hmm. I, I Train to Busan. I haven't seen, so I just added it to my list to watch. Like after we get off the stream. Which one? <laughs> Train to Busan. It's a new one. Oh, that's oh. a great film. I wouldn't call that scary, but it's a very good movie. Okay. Um, it, a Quiet Place. It, I just watched that. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I it, I was actually more impressed that they because it's be, their whole concept is that there's this uh, creature that focuses on sound. So the, almost the entire movie is silent, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. So they did great atmospheric on it, but Cillian Murphy's in the second. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Is the second one out? Uh, no, but it's okay. going, I, yeah. I mean, I know it's in the can. When I first saw Halloween, though, like I was, I think I was a, a teenager, and I thought it was kind of scary. And I was, mm-hmm. I was very, I was very into the aesthetic of the movie, and uh, the performances were pretty good, mm-hmm. and the music. So there was a lot of like the the cinematography, the music, the directing. I thought it was it was fairly solid. Maybe it wasn't too scary, but like, I mean. And I'm not like, oh, I was so freaked out the whole time or anything. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely like some moments in there where it was just like, ah, you know, you definitely oh, got yeah. scares. Good movies. I know what's nuts is like all For like sure. those classic like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the Thirteenth, all uh, Halloween. These were all shown on like network television and like and UHF. Yeah, and like you yeah. remember when there was a TV guide and you would open up and they'd be advertising nope. like, "Oh, we're showing Friday the Thirteenth this week," and it wasn't like yeah. completely uncut, but it was mostly uncut. Yep, and then if you were my dad, you'd record it on a VHS. Yep, and you and you yep. hit, try to hit pause at the commercials and, mm-hmm. and, and yep, oh yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Halloween three, awful. That was a- oh, is that so season of the witch? It's horrible. Was that season mm-hmm. of the witch? The the one that was like when they were it's, trying to do like the spinoffs. It's the one with eight more days till Halloween. Oh Halloween, yeah, yeah. Halloween, with the masks. Yeah. Silver Shamrock. Yeah, that was their mm-hmm. attempt to like build the franchise to not so, just be Michael Myers to be like, yeah, this Halloween. And they, they after that they're like, like, nope, Mike Myers is where it's at. That's yeah. Mike Myers becomes more interesting to me when the idea of him being just a person mm-hmm. sort of starts to fall to the side mm. like the first halloween mm. was like oh wow what a weird evil person and then every yeah. halloween thereafter 
has been like, we're exiting personhood. We are we are exiting personhood, and we are becoming something more elemental, mm. and more unstoppable, and more terrifying. Yeah. It's very strange. Uh, but like Rob Zombie did uh, this most recent Halloween. Yeah, he did the remake. That really speaks to that part of that character, where it's it's not just a person. It's a person that has a strange effect. It's a it's a entity that has an effect on reality i don't know if any of you have seen it but there's a couple of scenes that really edge close to the supernatural that are really interesting Mm -hmm. is is the most recent one the rob zombie one because i remember no no the most well no maybe it is because there was a very recent one that was like a direct sequel to the to the jamie lee curtis and just anything no that wasn't rob zombie that wasn't that Rob was, Zombie. That one wasn't Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie that was, was her basically living a in reboot. Like... Huh? Rob Zombie's was a reboot. Oh, uh, okay. No, I, I kind of wanted to see the one, because I never actually watched any of the Halloween movies until very recently. I saw the first one like two or three years ago on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of makes me want to watch the H201, which sounded stupid as hell by the title, but only because it's like, it's a direct sequel to the first one because it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it again. And it, it features mm-hmm. her like, trying to explain to people this guy is is the very be very concerned when when guys in white masks start showing up with cleavers uh and then like the third one with her in it i think this is supposed to be the third one which was the mm-hmm. most recent one where she's like she's gone through this stuff twice now and now she lives she's basically turned the place the land she lives in on into a trap for him because <laughs> he's going to come back eventually mm-hmm and when he does, she's going to mess him up pretty bad. And I want to see that one. I think what I've always liked about, for for me, the, the ones that have always been scariest are the ones that aren't explained. Where it's just, this this thing exists. We don't know where it came from. We don't know what it is. And it's I always like the idea of it's just this thing that's beyond our reality. It's like, hey, you know... Serial killer shows up, that's scary, but it's a human, and if we can catch them and we can do things with it. But then it's like, but then this other thing shows up <laughs> that you shoot it and it doesn't die, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it is. I don't know what its motivations are. And it's just, you know, that, I think that was like kind of like Jaws in a lot of ways. It's like the idea that when you don't see the shark, it's scarier. Mm-hmm. You know? You might like that quiet place one then, because it's that's yeah. a similar vein. Mm hmm. I probably would, I would. and I like uh, John Krasinski is an interesting director. It, you wouldn't think that he would be in that vein because he's known for his comedy and he's a very funny dude. But uh, yeah, you, you brought up two things I was just thinking about, uh, or one one thing I've been thinking about while we're talking about this one thing I read about this morning. Uh, the reason you don't see as much of the jaws, uh, the, the shark in Jaws at the beginning, because Spielberg hated the robot. Yeah, he thought it looked like crap, so you don't see it until towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just accidentally made it the most suspenseful thing about the shark is like, when's it going to show up? But that was like Alien, right? In the first Alien movie, you do not see a clear shot of the alien until the end. And once you do, you're like, oh, it's a dude in a suit. Yeah. But before that, it was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell you is this You lose the magic of it. Yeah. Because when you're not seeing all of it, it's a you're You fill in the rest. Your, your imagination fills like, in the rest. Whoa. Why is That's it actually. Gooey? Then they continued that into the Godzilla series, like the first re- remake of Godzilla that came out. The series is out right now. Like, see much of Gal- Godzilla until he's in San Francisco, and you're like, "Holy crap, he's huge!" <laughs> so not the god awful uh, Matthew Broderick one. 
No, not that one. Hey, that one's awesome. It's it was tough. fun. I, I loved bad. that when it came, when it came that out. That one is great. That is not Godzilla as far as I'm concerned. That's Giant Monster Attacks New York, and it was good for that. Yeah, but it was but not Godzilla. I liked the the sleek, fast Godzilla. He was like, like that was more scary than like lumber, chunky Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for, I was looking for Wrath of Nature Godzilla, and yeah, not that's like, fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, there's these two. Th uh, Supernatural actually had we we're talking about like we don't know how to deal with this situation. Like Supernatural, they're always like we're looking at our dad's journal, how we're gonna handle these monsters. I'm gonna check the Lord. Dad was a hunter. A dad was a hunter. They can't. They in like season one, they run or season two, they run into a situation where they're like, why can't we? capture this ghost and destroy it because it's not a ghost someone accidentally created a monster using ancient runes and like it's it's like it's a collective psyche yeah creature because they made a website the tulpa um mm -hmm. uh, and like it's yeah it was it's a it's a gestalt entity that they, someone made a website for it and it, Everyone's belief in it is is what's powering it. It's not if a ghost. Look up tulpas. Like it's law. actually a legitimate thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Huh? If what? you look up tulpas, that's an actual legitimate thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they they use the idea of the tulpa behind that, and I was like, that is the best and most horrific monster. It's a living ever. meme. <laughs> it's like, oh, why does your gun work? Because I believe it works. What do you mean? It just works. Yeah, it's, that's a forty k trope. It's oh like, yeah. They paint their trucks red because it makes them go faster. Go faster. It really doesn't. It makes they them believe go it does. So, but because they believe it makes them go faster, they go faster. I, I well, that's what I liked. Like to that end, it was like the beginning, the early seasons of Stargate were interesting, like that, because it was still set very much in like a reality, right? Where mm -hmm. we have the technology that we have when this series was made, and every time that they stepped through one of those Stargates, they could potentially encounter an alien society an alien civilization that far outpaced anything that earth had technology wise mm -hmm. and it was like every time it's like and we don't know if guns will work yeah we, we're not sure we have <laughs> and I, guns and we're taking them but we don't know if they'll yeah, work exactly i and i always just liked i like that concept of where you have to walk very very carefully and very slowly we're only going to go about an hour from the Stargate. We're not going to do this massive exploration where we just show up and map the planet. It's like, no, we can't. And, you know, I, 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 there's a reason they send yeah. the unmanned probe through every mm -hmm. time first. Yeah. And, and then every so often, like you've seen later seasons, like they don't even do that. Like the first team doesn't even like go all the way out that mm -hmm. far. The first team walks in after the unmanned probe. Like, all right, this okay. all seems okay. We We're going to go. We're gonna go as far as we can as we can go without losing sight of the gate, mm -hmm. and then we're going back. Yeah, there's actually a really interesting episode that uh, I really liked, but I wish it had done more. Hmm. They go through a Stargate and they end up in a dark, like an unlit factory. Right, it's clearly some sort of uh, factory or power plant, and on a pole. Uh, it, like right in front of the Stargate is this weird totem, and yes. like, it's like, what the fuck is this? And then Teal'c is like, we need to leave. Yeah. Now. <laughs> like why? He's like, well, this is what we put up when uh, uh, worlds had been lost to, uh, you know, plague. 
or uh, you know other bad shit, and like we, we just need to leave. This is a death world. We're going. This is a death world. We need to leave. And I was like, wow. Not only like it, 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 was, just, it was an interesting world building moment because one, that means there are worlds that even the uh, the gold couldn't deal the with. The gold and the Jaffa will not go to. Yeah, I mean, worlds that they're afraid of. Two, they have a policy for such worlds. <laughs> it's happened often enough. It's happened often enough that there's a policy for it. And three, what was so dangerous on that world? Natural regenerative capabilities of the symbiotic relationship between the Jaffa and the Gould couldn't handle it. What what could their technology not handle? What was about that world that was so dangerous? And you, you, it's a good point. They never bring that back up. They never touch. They never touch on it again. It's like cool idea. Bye. Really cool idea. In fact, like, pro- I want to go. I, I kind of want to go back <laughs> to that world. I kind of want to see what's going on here. But that was the world where they found the mirror on it, wasn't it? I don't remember. That's the that's the alter alternate mirror thing. I don't rem. I don't actually remember what I know. Alternative the the alternative universe mirror. I remember that one. Yeah. But I don't remember. God, that's that's that episode. It's he. They go back there, and Dan's like, "Well, let, while you're trying to dial this up, let me just take a look around." And he's like, "Zap!" Gone. Yeah, he gets sucked into the mirror. Yeah. Actually, uh, I did that to a D and D party. My first in one real of the life first dungeons. One of the first dungeons that I uh, actually made from front to back had a. Uh, it basically was having a far realms incursion. Uh, the the Sochar, which are body snatchers, they like. They're parasitic and they enter into humanoid bodies and puppet them around. They're awful. But I was like, well, I needed them. A, I needed them to have a way to get there. Well, it turns out underneath this town is a chamber with dozens of mirrors in them. And uh, when one of the party members interacted with one of the mirrors, they were immediately teleported to the other side, uh, sort of like a gate, and they were in a uh, uh, punishingly cold, uh, unlit ocean suddenly underwater, and that is where like bad things happened. <laughs> hope, hope you can get back. Jeez, yeah, it was good. Fun. That's the, the that's like nightmare are, fuel. Evil right mirrors there. are fun. Evil mirrors are fun. I like. Lost in the it's middle it. of an ocean with no light. That's no, like not a, that's in the nightmare. middle of an ocean underwater. No, I'm just in saying like that. I think, it's like, I think that's been a reoccurring nightmare for me, or at least at one oh. point, just being like stuck in the middle of an ocean, nothing around, and like, and there's no way back. It's like, oh. I don't especially enjoy the prospect <laughs> of being on the ocean. The ocean's fun, and it should be uh, husbanded and protected very carefully, <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> but he needs to stay the over there. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being on the ocean. It's a glorious place. No. And sharks are just water puppies. And as that's long fine. as you and like you know, I don't hate ocean creatures. I just wasn't built for the ocean. I don't have <laughs> supremacy there. <laughs> I, supremacy there. I was not. An, I am not an apex predator within these waters. Nothing. I am not. Uh, I am not the master of the world uh, in this ocean. And so I. I am at the bottom to, of the food uh, chain. Leave it to the sharks and the squid. <laughs> we used you to have, may have that. When I lifeguarded, we used to have to do something called a, a, a food chain swim where a bunch of us would go out and we'd swim straight out from the beach until we were the bottom of the food chain and then we would swim back. That's an interesting 
concept. Go, nope, go out past I'm the good. breakers, come back. <laughs> go to where the devil lives and then return. <laughs> yeah. No, the ocean's great. As long as you understand, it can kill you if it ever decides to. Your food. Your food. <laughs> Your food. You, you, you stop being a person and you start being food. <laughs> You're just meat at that point. You're meat. But in the end, what a great way to go out. No. Uh, it's, it's drowning? No. Unpleasant way. No, not drowning. Being eaten by a shark or something oh. similar. What? No. You're like, uh, what a, you know, this, uh, maybe this you is like the... are like that? Maybe. <laughs> I don't want the last uh, thought, my last thought being, I'm being eaten. Yes. Badass. Uh. Like, no, I failed. It was so cool. Oh my god, it's <laughs> so cool. It hurts so like, bad. Oh we just need the, to develop the stories. our. You can tell your grandchildren. No, you can't because well, you're dead. Your kids. Yeah. your kids can tell your kids. We just need to develop our oceanic superiority, and then we can oh. uh, exert our. Uh, Say it. No, no, Our forces no. onto the sea. No. <laughs> no. 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 Superiority. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, we made it a whole hour and 20 minutes, guys. <laughs> About How about that ring? That's a shitty movie. No. Is it? Well, I don't like it? the ring. I never actually saw it. It's dumb. What, what movie? Noted. The ring. Oh, oh the, the ring. ring. I, I was like, the rain? That's yeah, that's what I thought. Is um, that, that about your creepy. Xbox dying with the red yeah. ring? <laughs> yeah, that would be more terrifying than the stupid, oh, if you ring. watch this, you're going to die seven days. There was some really creepy Spoilers. stuff that happened in it. There was no, some... that's literally the whole basis of the movie, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's an urban legend, uh, I think, in like New York that's very similar to that, where you're, if, if you get the business card of this, or calling card of this nurse from like, the yellow fever days oh where she's going to come and eat your heart out of your chest Ew. unless you pass on if you've seen her calling card unless you pass on her calling card to someone else and then they're going to come after her or that she's going to come after them and i don't know if this is an actual urban legend or uh john ellis or adam ellis adam ellis the cartoonist mm -hmm. uh came up with it because he did a whole sketch the story arc where he's like stuck in his apartment and directly he looks out the, the people of his apartment door is this old nurse uh, who's waiting for him to open the door so she can come get him mm. and he's like I don't know what to do and at the end of the comic is a photograph that's been basically in the comic of the calling card and you're like how else he's like how I can't leave my apartment how am I going to get someone to look at this business how, this calling card so he puts it at the end of the comic. Oh, wow. The calling card. That's very cool. Genius. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Uh, I mean, I'm still here. So clearly, uh, clearly, uh, my heart has not been ripped <laughs> out of my chest unless I'm just like in a queue. Yeah. Well, us or get out. Would have to actually exist You're in line. To happen, so. <laughs> now serving number 72. Or uh, she, uh, so many people saw the comic at the same time that she uh, exploded. <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> Basically, it became heart disease instead. I was like, <laughs> now we're all like working on coronaries. Oh, damn it! Tricks yeah, we talked. We talked about the Get Out or Us movies. Get mm -hmm. Out was fine. Us is dumb. Us is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> In my on that list. Uh, here's a horror movie. Her comics concept that I really love. That I kind of wish they brought into movies. Uh, where the slasher is a form of undead. The serial killer sla or slasher, like mm -hmm. in slasher movies. 
-hmm. Slashers are a form of monster or undead. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always a reason or a logic to it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it it was a comic called Hack and Slash, where this girl is the only... She's the last girl from her from her slasher experience Mm -hmm. and she travels the country hunting slashers i seem to recall that showing up in a ttrpg that concept where there is the the eponymous slasher Mm -hmm. it is an actual species of thing interesting Hmm. maybe it was an undead maybe it was a demon of some sort i don't remember but somebody came up with the idea of like no 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 these aren't people they're being ridden are, by are we thinking of a halloween game of the slasher halloween game no i was thinking more along the lines of we should do a spoopy movie watch along that'd be fun that'd oh, be okay cool. like a riff tracks for a horror film yeah nice. it'd be it'd be well, fun manos the hands of fate we've got channels <laughs> there's a here, mantis though. in my pantis <laughs> what wait what you've never seen that riff tracks <laughs> no. no oh wow I've seen very few riff tracks because I insist on seeing them in theaters, and the one theater in Florida that will show them regularly is down by Disney. Ah. So I don't feel like driving an hour and a half to go mm. see these things. Oh, I mean, that's the plague lands down there. You gotta. Oh, right now, yeah. So the guy, one of the guys from Misty 3K that does riff tracks, it, it, Joel, I think is the one. He actually lives in this area, uh, in oh, the cool. Philadelphia area, and he, for at least one semester years ago, taught. A course at Bucks County Community College on how to do how to riff on movies uh, as like a I guess part of the theater program like an improv type thing and then um, my friend who runs one of the um, one of the community nights at the Colonial Theater uh, the Colonial Theater is the theater from the blob uh, where the blob uh, attacks oh. everyone um, and they didn't do it this year, but they do Blob Fest every year, where they reenact everyone running out of the theater, and it's this whole street festival thing. And but the Colonial Theater still shows uh, movies, um, and so he, for a while, he was doing uh, uh, horror movies on first Fridays for a while, and then he started doing a uh, Misty 3K night, and they actually got Joel to come down and l- do live riffing on a on a movie uh, one night, which was pretty funny. So. Just random, <laughs> random trivia, random factoids. But yeah, the colonial, it's a pretty neat. I mean, it's still kind of, it's still beat up. It's a pretty beat up theater still. It still needs a lot of work, but it's cool. They still do a lot of, uh, or they were doing a lot of, a lot of events there for stuff like that. So yeah. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. End topic. End topic. The end. The end. I've legend, had so many legend horror was, movies. Legend Add was scary. To my watch list. Legend? legend. Legend. The one with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise and, and oh. Tim Curry. That was kind of a scary. That was kind of a spooky movie as a kid. Yeah. As a kid, I mean, oh, I, uh, do you remember the Bog Witch from that movie? The 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 slimy green Bog Witch thing. That's uh, Robert Picardo, the Doctor from Star Trek. Oh, Voyager. cool. Mm. Like he uh, he is super freaking tall. Mm-hmm. and lanky like the guy is like almost seven freakishly foot. tall yeah like i'm not short but i'm not like super tall and i gotta look up to when when i'm standing next to this guy he too is wow. from philadelphia is he yeah. yes. i wonder if that movie's still playing i watched a really bizarre one it was called mother oh yeah, that, that was with um out. um it's still out now with uh jennifer lawrence right yeah 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 
That one was weird. Was that Jennifer Lawrence? Mm-hmm. That's Jennifer Lawrence in that one. Mm-hmm. That one in the the Sumeru oh, yeah. one. The what one? Weird movies. Which one? Um, Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is weird. I'm guessing you're like, okay. Is... <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a thing that I did. This is a thing that I'm watching, and oops, I can't have an eight-year-old also watching it. Let's get it off the top <laughs> TV because noted. <laughs> mm-hmm. What have we learned? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm always a little I, weird when we. I mean, I understand that you know you you've got to know your own kids, but there's it's mm-hmm. always a little weird when you have when you see some of these movies that are like very violent, and you're bringing well, that's what this one was. Yeah, and it's like having. I understand. Like, listen, there's kids can have can understand a lot, and I don't want to tell anyone how to parent. But at a certain point, it's like, but should your kid be sitting through Aliens versus Predator two? Yeah, there's like with. <laughs> With Alex, I mean, I don't yes. filter a ton with that kid, and mm-hmm. you see him, he's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But there's some things where, like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, hmm, this is flat out, uh, let's see, he's asleep. It's literally suicidal gore. Like, uh, yeah. not... Yeah. Not, not something just... that we want to introduce yet. Yeah, maybe it's maybe had it, yeah. Maybe. So, okay, so just out of curiosity, like, do you have, like... Like, so I know from my parents, if it was they had a very low tolerance the bar for them was very low like for them anything remotely sexual was right out the door brian leave the room or you're not allowed to watch this or whatever See, i don't have to worry about it with him he's in that phase where it's like oh kissing gross so no, no, just no. be like yeah no no more like okay so they're in the movie teen wolf there's a really brief scene where the one love interest is in her bra and my parents thought that. my parents thought that was too much. But yeah, for for like for, for like you, do do you have like are there certain like hard limits where you're like yeah this is something that Alex at this point is just flat, we, we we suicidal gore we've established that yeah but that's a bit much yeah but I mean do you have like a general or is it more for you is it more as like as it comes like more like contextually like yeah this is probably okay for him or nah, it's time for him to leave the room or. Well, yeah, like, when it comes to, like, the sex stuff, I mean, if it's softcore, you know, going on, no. Mm-hmm. But if it's just, like, seeing someone in their underwear, I don't care so much because we can go to the beach and exactly. see just as okay. much. Yeah. So, um, making out and that kind of stuff, I don't care. He doesn't really like it anyways. He's like, mm-hmm. he's in that funny gross phase. <laughs> ew, cooties, gross. <laughs> yeah, ew, you know, I don't want to see that. I'm like, but you give me a kiss. And he's like, that's different. That's different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it could literally be the same thing. And they'd be doing the same thing on the screen. He's like, oh, gross. Yeah. Well, I guess, I though, he understand, He probably understands the context, right? There's between kissing your mom and yep. not just, kissing someone who's not your mom. <laughs> it's, it's just a funny stage right now. But, like, gore, I don't really care about a lot of gore because I think that gets overhyped. But, like, when it's, uh, I guess, intentional gore that i'm like nah i don't i I guess it's weird because you just know your kid Mm -hmm. and what he can handle Hmm. i know my my line is a lot lower probably than some other parents because they're like no filter everything Mm -hmm. i think that was my folks yeah well that was my folks especially nowadays there's the internet good luck yeah Yeah, i'd rather have him the internet and school buses yeah, I'm like, I'd rather have him at least be around me and I know what's going on rather than yeah. hiding behind my back. 
Yeah. First time I dropped the F-bomb around my stepbrother. Oh, uh, God. When he... I mean, like, he was, like, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And we were playing with our, our, the family dog. And, like, <laughs> I was, like, grabbing his face and squishing it. And uh, we were laughing. I was like, yeah, he probably wants us to fucking stop that. Oh, I can't. I remember my two girls. And, like, my... He, my, my he ran upstairs to tell my... He snitched on me. <laughs> ran upstairs and told my father what he what I had done. Did you and tell him like, that? Did you no, tell him snitches get stitches? No, I didn't tell him that because like <laughs> now I now as a twenty eight year old I have converse. Well, no, twenty. But he's fourteen. You've heard that? I think you heard that You've in elementary school. Been on a school. school bus, my boy. Yeah. What was the and first I was time? Like, yeah, my dad was like, "Why did you say that?" He was mad as fuck at me about it. And I was like, "Dad, all right, look, I'm 14. sorry. I, I I apologize to him." I said I was not directed to him. It was not meant to make him feel bad. It <laughs> slipped out of my mouth. He's heard the word before. It's yeah. not a new thing. He's not going to start repeating it. He I know that for he... a fact because he's in your house. <laughs> so what was the when, when is the do you remember the first time you dropped an f bomb in front of your parents? No. I've never said that in front of my parents. Really? I've ne I have called my brother a son of a bitch in front of my father before. So is that just like in your house? Is that like just cursing is just a no? Just a cursing in general is not done. In, it's in, a non-starter. Okay. Was not done in our house, which is why I curse so much. <laughs> that just actually been... started very recently with my family. Don't cursing curse or not cursing? cursing is allowed. No, my, my, no, like my parents start. My dad is cursing in front of me, like for the first time in mm -hmm. my mid mid to late thirties is when it started, where he started cursing around me. He's like he calls my brothers. He's like what when something when my brother says something smart like. Like they catch him in on something, and he's like, "You son of a bitch!" I'm like, "What do you call my mom?" <laughs> oh, that was mean, Dad. Where's, where, where did this come from? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I. Uh, we try not to curse in front of my father, but we've heard him do it before, and it's. it's, <laughs> it's I can't I remember the first time. I know I've I say it, but I can't remember the first. I know it was very late, but I was also one of those kids. I didn't drink. Went until I was 21. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever do drugs. I was good in school. Mm. I just, so, I don't know. That's okay, just so, who I was brought up. So I'm the bad kid here. Okay, cool. No, That's well, it. I mean. <laughs> you social life. Come on. Okay, hold, hold on. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I did travel to another country at 18 to try drinking once. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's also, like, there's being bad and. Being a dick. That. <laughs> But there's also uh, being okay. bad at being bad and getting caught. Were you ever arrested as yes. a kid? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, then you were a bad kid. But I mm -hmm. have had the police called on me. Well, no, okay, no, I wasn't arrested. There was, so we lived, there was like two cul-de-sacs in our neighborhood. And uh, the smaller of the two had like this fenced off utility area where I guess that's where like the water and sewage meters were or whatever. But it was this... I guess six to eight foot tall fence that you couldn't see through. So we were always like peeking through the knot holes to see what was in there. And one of the things in there looked like a mummy sarcophagus and I don't know what mm -hmm. was. So one day we decided to dig under the fence to see what was in there. And by totally the time we got under the fence and this is like in plain view of the entire neighborhood, it's not like we were yeah. like out in the middle of the woods somewhere. And we got, and as we were coming out, the uh, police car comes rolling up. And one of the other kids I was doing this with took off running for home, and I'm the one that got caught by the police. <laughs> like, and I was like, like six or seven. <laughs> I mean, I was little. And it was like, you know, uh, 
So I mean, well, I don't know. Again, this is also small town South Jersey. So there's probably the this is probably the most exciting thing that was happening in town at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I got so not arrested, but you know had contact with the police, That's and great. then I wasn't arrested until I was 22 when I repelled off of a bridge in Philadelphia. And good job. Yeah. Um, Strong work. Why? Why did you do that? Because I had the gear and I wanted to. Because, um, I because, because fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had all my climbing gear and I so in this part of Philadelphia we were right by a park called Wissahickon Park and there was parts of Henry Avenue that had overpasses that were went over parts of the park and it was a good three four stories between the overpass and the park and I had my climbing gear and I was with my roommate and I was like hey you know what let's just throw my rope over I've got my harness let's go let's go repel off the overpass cool so I get the rope blah, 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 boom throw it over before I'm even on the ground my roommates yelling police down hey, are like uh, arms uh, crossed <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> police like, are here now. well they got him and I'm like well I'm not gonna I mean I could have ran but I would have lost all my stuff and I'm not gonna leave him and they come they throw us in the back of a van you know they arrest us they throw us in uh, holding for a few hours and the entire time there's we're sitting back there in this little holding cell that's no bigger than smaller than this office I think and he and all these officers keep coming back and like hey you the one that re which one of you is the one that repelled off the bridge and that was me they go you try to repel off the bridge I'm like no I did repel off the bridge I succeeded <laughs> I succeeded sir. and they're like oh, how cool you is that and like and, and every single one of them was like I didn't know you weren't allowed to do that. I'm like, well, if you didn't know, I was. <laughs> so, a few hours later, they <laughs> and finally you've got fucking Judge Dread back there, ignorance of the laws. No excuse. <laughs> <laughs> they, they finally release us. They get all get all my gear back. Uh, our other oh, roommates. they gave you your shit back. Yeah, they gave me my Very shit back. Very cool, because they're not supposed to do that. Well, I mean, I I got I'm glad I got all my climbing gear back because it was a rope and a harness and it was an expensive show. It was a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff, and we're waiting for our other roommate to come pick us up. And uh, one of the duty sergeants comes walking in. He's just like, oh, wait, are you the guy? Duty. Uh, we got charged <laughs> with um, disorderly conduct, both of us. And then the, as, nice. as we're waiting for our, our one roommate to come pick us up, the one sergeant comes walking in. And he's like, hey, wait, because he saw me with my backpack on. He was like, wait, are you the guy that repelled off the bridge? I'm like, uh, I don't really think I should talk about it anymore. I mean, now I have I've officially been charged. You know, I don't know what the next steps are. And he goes, no, 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 no. Off the record. Dude, how cool was that? And <laughs> <laughs> off the so, record, pretty fucking awesome. Um, off the record, you shouldn't arrest. Yeah. Hey, S.A. Wells. Hello. How you doing? He jumped in the chat there. Um, oh, hey there. Uh, okay, one, hey. Of, one of one of the co-creators of Clues of or not Clues of uh, co-creators of uh, Drenmai. Um, I have been created. I, I have love been it. created. Uh, but then, so my roommate somehow got us into a uh, alternative prosecution program where instead of actually having to go in front of a judge and doing all that. We got, I had to sit through an hour and 45 minutes of quote-unquote sensitivity training to understand why I was to charged to bridges uh, to to understand what the you know why I was charged with disorderly conduct and it was basically an hour and a half oh, long I get it. hour and a yeah. half long lecture from a lawyer that there was probably about 200 people in the room and the idea was that hey we're going to explain to you why you were charged with this and what you did was wrong and blah 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 and disorderly conduct is like this misdemeanor all-encompassing charge that they just yeah, throw out a, there it's a, a catch-all yeah. yeah so if if we need to arrest you for something we'll charge you with this misdemeanor which in the long run won't do anything to you 
harmful as far as like job prospects. That's a fun topic. What's the dumbest thing you've ever been ticketed for? This might be. I it. remember being pulled over for doing forty in a thirty-five in my brother's car, uh, and my brother had a Glock forty wedged between the seat and the console that I didn't know about. Oh my god! And I went to put take my seatbelt off so that I could reach for the registration that was in the glove box and I put my hand on the grip of the Glock 40 <laughs> and I looked down at it and I looked in the side view mirror and I could see the cop coming and I looked back down on the gun and I shoved it as down as I could possibly get it uh, and I was like I'm just gonna, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wait, wait here for the police officer uh, because this is not my car this is not my gun. I have no proof of it being my brother's. Either way, this is a problem. No, this shit. is a big problem. If he sees that gun, uh, we have issues. And then I texted my brother. I was like, why the fuck is your 40 in the car? <laughs> He's like, oh, I left it when That's I bought the truck. It. I'm like, Gabe, this is a loaded firearm. You shouldn't know where it is. In a vehicle. That I'm driving. <laughs> oh my you see God. how this is a problem. <laughs> and I think I've told you the story before of when the the police on campus thought I had a bomb. Mm-hmm. Did I tell? No. You? I've told. I've told clues that I know yep. that. I don't think I've heard this. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. This, what did you? Yeah. Let's go. This one's bit. a good one. It's 2010. No, I'm sorry. It's 2011. So uh, it is fall. I am in my sophomore year of college. I have a beard. And I also have hair at this point. Um, it is uh, rainy and wet out, so I'm wearing my military surplus canvas jacket, carrying a backpack, uh, I'm wearing boots, and I look um, to to quote my Afghani friends, I look for, like I'm from Lebanon. <laughs> Which is what my, my my Afghani friends were like, yeah, you could be from Lebanon uh, when when you've been out in the sun for a bit. But they'd make fun of you because you're blue eyes. Um, but in any case, uh, the police are on high alert because it's family week. It's also the 10-year anniversary of 9-11. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little tense. Uh, I'm hanging out at the Bell Tower waiting for people to come meet me for lunch listening to music, I have my headphones on, I can't hear anything. I look over my shoulder, and a police car is pulled up, no sirens, lights only. He's parked on the sidewalk. He's out of his car, he's looking at stuff. This has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm a law-abiding citizen. Police have no interest in me. About five minutes later, a second police car pulls up on the other side. And I say, huh, well this is now very curious. And I like lean further out to get an idea of what's going on. And the police see me, and immediately it's hands to pistols. Oh shit! And they're like, they're like, hand on gun. You need to stand up very slowly, and you need to come out very slowly, and you need to have your hands away from your body. Do you have a bag with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? And like, firstly, I've got headphones in, so I can't hear any of this. And so I'm like, ah! And I take my headphones off. I'm like, what's going on? So they repeat themselves, and I approach and. They don't cuff me, but they definitely uh, search me. Um, they took my pocket knife. 
Uh, I told them I had a pocket knife, and they took it. You know, and they're like, "What's in the bag?" And I was like, "A GameCube game and some books." <laughs> and they op they opened my bag, and they're like, "They verified there are books and a GameCube game in here." It was a Mar Mario Kart. <laughs> no, it wasn't. If it was Mario Kart, it was Double Dash, but I don't think it was that. I think it was something else. I don't remember. <laughs> But they uh, they searched me. They uh, sat me down. Basically, sit on your hands. Don't move. Don't talk. Like, oh, all right. And then uh, I finally got a picture, a, a look at what they were worried about. There was a duct taped sphere uh, to one side of the bell tower under a park bench, right? And it was like this big. Mm -hmm. and it was weirdly shaped. And they thought it was a bomb. And they thought I had put it there. So that was fun. What did it end then up being? <laughs> their sergeant rolled up and was like, what the fuck is all this? And uh, asked for my driver's license, asked for my ID. I gave He goes, oh, you're Dr. Reese's boy. And I was like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> He's like, I was like, oh, does your, does your, uh, does your wife work with my father and she's like yes she does she's uh she works in his office etc etc we get to talking laughing uh they he decides like well clearly you didn't put this there uh which was amazing and then uh, a dumb thing happened and he's like can you come over here and look at this with me and i'm like well uh, no okay uh i'm not sure about this this is like you you think it's a bomb i don't know why i need to be over there and I walk over, and he he points it out. He's like, "Yo, what does that look like to you?" I was like, "It it's a bunch of socks, duct taped to a soccer ball that had gotten wet and deformed because it got left overnight in the, in the in one of the campus lawns." So a bunch and of so college like, kids had made like, a soccer it ball. Looks like a, I was like, "It looks like a it looks like a a ball uh, of duct taped socks." He's like, "I think you're right," but before like determining whether or not it was a bomb, he ran up to it and kicked it. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, we're good. And I'm like, I'm like, no, don't do that. I'm standing four feet away from it. God damn it. You didn't know that wasn't a bomb. You had no idea what that was. <sighs> but yeah, that those two are the two dumbest interactions with police I've ever had. I got nothing. Oh, well, the, uh, well S.A. You Wells need to go fuck with police more. No, well, no. S.A. Wells. Or just uh, be somewhere where, you know, they can screw with you. Uh, S.A. Wells had asked, did I do anti-gravity training afterwards? No, I did not do anti-gravity oh. training afterwards. But uh, they were at the end of the class. They had said that lawyer goes, does anyone think they should not have been charged with disorderly conduct? And I'm like, I'm not raising my hand. And a whole bunch of hands go up. And people are like, well, yeah, I was fighting with my friends on the sidewalk and we bumped Sorry. into it. Okay, yeah, you should. I understand why they did that, and it was everything was like, yeah, I understand. Did they have to be charged? No, but for whatever reason, it was like, but you were doing something. Yeah. And so I'm finally like, well, I'm going to raise my energy. He goes, well, why were you arrested? And I said I got charged for repelling off of a bridge. And the lawyer says, you're not allowed to do that. Nice. So. So for a long time, I had the I actually had the citation framed because it did say on it successfully repelled off of a bridge. Nice. Um, and it turns nice. out that the sergeant that was on duty when I was arrested wanted to actually have me put on a psych hold because he thought I was suicidal. Like, oh, no, yeah. I had. Well, it turns out he's terrified of heights, so he couldn't figure out why anyone would want to do that. Why? And, because. Because. Why because not? it's scary. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of what my dumbest one was. I've had a lot. <laughs> there was one. I got I got one for doing 27 and a 25. That's just speeding tickets, though. Yeah. I have a guy. I have a guy I went to high that. school with. I have a guy I went to high school with that got a speeding ticket on his pedal bicycle for doing thirty-five miles an hour in a twenty-five, because he was training yeah. for a triathlon. You shouldn't get a ticket for that. You should have gotten an award. <laughs> thirty-five on a bike. But like this was a part of this. Okay. There, so within Medford, where yeah. I grew up, there's this town called a township called Medford Lakes, which is its own township with its own police force. There's probably more police than there are people, and this is all they have to do all day. So. <laughs> yeah. For, for folks at home who don't know miles per hour, that's 56 kph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It fast. Battle maps don't it, even run that fast. Sometimes. It's a it's a fast. Let's see. Oh, maybe soliciting my business in an intersection. That might be the <laughs> dumbest ticket. What? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> What, gonna what was your that. what was your business at the time? <laughs> Demolitions. <laughs> it's, see, the thing is funnier than the story, because literally, it was me and a friend. We were out at a party, and we were walking back. This was during college. We were walking back from college. <laughs> And we were walking, so in Reno, there's, it's, it's like Vegas, there's this strip. And so it's a bunch of casinos, and then what's funny is literally right next to the strip of casinos, that's where the college is. Mm-hmm. Great placement, right? Yeah, so, awesome. <laughs> you literally just walk from all the party area back to college, which is nothing but more party areas. So, I was walking uh, down the strip, we were walking back, we were done for the night, me and my friend. And I happened to see my boyfriend in his truck in an intersection. Well, me and my friend look like hookers, apparently. <laughs> and I walked up to his truck to say hi, because there's literally no one around. This is like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. I walk up to say hi, and there happened to be a cop there. So, cop pulled me over. God damn it. <laughs> I had to go to court over this one. <laughs> because... Damn it, I'm not going to be called, you know, basically a hooker. And I had to go explain in front of all these people, plus all, you know, the people that show up for all the stupid other court stuff, and explain to the judge, and I had my boyfriend there. I'm like, no, I'm not one of those. Listen, very <laughs> carefully. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to hide my boyfriend, and I got ticketed for it. <laughs> it's basically the sum of the story. I, for some reason, oh. when you first said that, I was like, I had this vision of you selling dice on a street corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Specifically what I happened, and then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, no, no, no. But then she also did, like, underwater welding. So maybe she was selling underwater welding on a street corner. Maybe she was underwater welding. We'll weld for food. We'll weld your pool for food. Stupid, stupid tickets. Oh, my God. I mean, I got 17 tickets in one year. When I first got my car, <laughs> because the local police department hated me. Yeah, I, I got pulled over four times, so I had arguments with cops over these because I had a sports car when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. and on the front of most sports cars, you can't have a license plate. There's, it comes to a point. There's mm-hmm. no actual spot to put it. Mm-hmm. So I only had the rear one. I got pulled over four times for that. They said if I get another ticket, they're gonna uh, repo my car, basically. 
So I had to fabricate a way to put it on my car. I got pulled over another four times for crossing over a white line by six inches exiting a freeway because the off-ramp is very, very short and you didn't really have a choice. So I got four hundred dollars. They were for gunning that. for you then. They were just or they oh, were just looking they, for ways to get money. They hated your ass. They hate, uh, 17 tickets. And I talked to myself out of every single one of them except for one. I had to go see the same judge every time because I was a minor and you get to go to minor court. Mm-hmm. And hey, Judge, how you doing? Judge. Yeah, I was like, hey, how's your daughter? Because she was about the same age as me. And I know he liked Coke. So every time that I went, I would bring him a Coke. Oh, a Coke. Oh, I thought you were on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, a, we had a deal on the oh, other I, side. you know. Just, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, plenty of judges like Coke. I'm, yeah, sure. I'm sure they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, why are you back here again? Like, here's the ticket. <laughs> Some horse yeah. shit that I'm putting so I guess at a certain point, the judge has got to be like, yeah, he knows that these are horse shit tickets, and it's just the police uh-huh. doing whatever they're yeah. going to do. And... Yeah, the cops are probably talking about your car at this precinct. Oh, I stopped this. Oh, yeah, I stopped them the other yeah, day. I stopped the... Oh, I'm going to stop them if I see them again. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, there was one time. So when I was when I was a teenager and I first got my driving and everything, I was, uh, I, uh, let's see, I got my master's in violin when I was 14. So between the ages of then and 20, I was constantly on the road for traveling uh, to do concerts and stuff. So here I am driving along, 16 years old. I am in a full ball gown because there a lot of times we have to dress up super Mm -hmm. fancy for certain shows and stuff. I'm in a full on black ball gown and I'm going because I'm a little late. So I'm like maybe five miles per hour over the speed limit. Dude pulls me over. He makes me get out, does, like, the full search. I'm like, do you see what I'm dressed in? <laughs> if you mess this up, I swear, this is, like, a $2,000 dress. I swear to God. Hell will be raised. And, yeah, he's complete dick. Made me almost an hour late for the concert. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm first seat. You're not allowed to be late when you're first seat. No. Because I was the concert master. <laughs> like, oh, my lord. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my I Lord. had troubles with the cops. <laughs> <Okay>. <sighs> All right, so I don't feel as bad. I'm not the only bad kid here. It looks like there's. I'm not necessarily a bad kid. Oh, I, I wasn't a bad kid on so many occasions, but it was not. So like, we got we got dinged <gasps> once. I would steal things from people in school for fun. <laughs> I'd pick their pockets in, uh, because it amused me, and then I would hide them in other people's pockets or hide. Them <laughs> different places oh my god yeah. you're that you're that character player character from fallout who who reverse pickpockets grenades into people's pockets i did yes. it with phones i was very yeah. good with phones and pens uh, and, keys. and pencils keys <laughs> keys was another really great one uh, i was then, like the um, school's local tattoo artist because i would draw on everyone uh yeah i don't know how i didn't get in more trouble i think it's you because m- i made people like my brush with the laws were all boring. Like, I was the DD most of the time when I went out with my friends. <laughs> so I, and they insisted on going to bars that had a lot of cigarette smoking. And I'm asthmatic, so by the time everything's yeah. over, I'm like on the verge of having an asthma, asthma attack all the time. And I have to drop everyone off at home. Now I'm like, it's 3 a.m. I'm tired as hell. I'm almost falling asleep on the, on the road. Same guy pulls me over three times in a row. It just happens to be the guy who, because I'm swerving, I'm so tired. Mm. And he's like, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> and then he knows me. The first time he ever met me was after we had those triple hurricanes in a row here. And my oh, dad my. and I had to go fix a roof on one of his rentals. 
and put a tarp on the roof. And he doesn't see that the, uh, the, the light is blinking red on one of the intersections because the computers are down. So everything is like stop at the light. Mm-hmm. He just rams into this person in front of us in the oh. minivan. Yeah. Like I see, I see it and I'm like, and we're coming up to it. I'm like, why aren't you slowing down? We've got to stop. You got to stop me. And I'm like, stop the car. And he's like, boom, hit the guy. Every piece of loose tool in that minivan comes flying oh, forward. And right oh, next to me right God. here is the foot of a ladder and i'm just like that is right next to my head uh that really <laughs> would have hurt uh the guy who responds to it is the cop who pulls me over along this construction zone of of, of road three times in a row because i'm falling asleep at in the wheel or behind the wheel because i'm the responsible friend who's giving everyone rides so they can get drunk and have fun mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so mine are boring It's 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 probably good to be boring because <laughs> then you don't have all of these. Well, then you have to. Because like, because oh, imagine no. of all these times where we've had contact with the police where it could have gone a completely different direction, or when we finally got to court and the judge was like, "Nope, you're screwed." Yeah. <laughs> Jail. Yeah. You know, I got one where we we sophomore year of college we went up to my friend's apartment. He had one of those on campus apartments at Rutgers. And it was Thanksgiving weekend, and we were trying to get into the apartment, and his ID wasn't letting him in. They had apparently locked the building down for whatever reason. So he goes, oh, no, no, we'll just climb in over the the front door awning and in through the open window. It's always open because we go out there to smoke. So one of us scurries up there, goes in, unlocks the door. We go in there. I was 19. My one friend was 20. My other friend was turning 21 in like two weeks. But we had just cracked open our first beers, and... We just started a drink, and then you get the the, the, the cop knock. Thump, thump, thump. Yeah, thump, thump, thump. Oh, shit. So we like we quick hide our beers. We throw them in the fridge. Cops come in. They're looking around. Um, they find the open beers, but then they also find my friend, whose apartment it was. He had like this replica like Klingon knife. Oh, he that had was a like bat-less? that was like no no not a bat left. Uh, it was like a knife that was like this long and it started like this wide and tapered down into this. Wow. It was just like this enormous thing. So I guess between that and so they arrested us. Um, I learned that you're not supposed to accidentally slip the cuffs off. They don't like that. They didn't put the cuffs. No, they don't like that. I've got I've got narrow wrists and I've got the ability to like and I and it just it slipped. Yeah. And they didn't like that. Um, but so, yeah, they, they arrested us. We sat there in a holding area. We were handcuffed to like this concrete steel pillar thing fingerprints pictures so like why did they arrest you well they arrested us and they charged they first they tried to charge us with underage drinking but they couldn't prove that we had actually been drinking because right of course because why well they found the open beers but they couldn't uh no no no, it was not that yvonne it was actually curved it was actually a curved blade Um, it's a it's a you fight with two of them um but Uh, Uh, oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It looks like a giant like fang or something. Or, yeah, um, no, it's it's worst favorite knife thing. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they uh, so they couldn't charge us with that, so they charged us with trespassing. Because it's your we, apartment. 
Well, that's what, fortunately, my friend Matt, um, whose apartment it was, and Matt passed away, I think, 15 years ago or so. But he, uh, he was always, he always had an angle. And he went and he did the research and we showed up for court and he got the charges dropped because you cannot be charged with trespassing when you're on your own property. And when you're a student essentially leasing an apartment, it counts as you being, for all intents and purposes, it counts as you being the owner of that property and you can't trespass on your own property. So charges got dropped and didn't have to worry about having an awkward conversation with my parents as to why I had a record. (laughs) It's like... Like, yeah, we're drinking a couple of beers, and the cops are like, well, we're going to go fuck shit up for <laughs> Well, I think Why? the call was Why? the call was they someone saw someone crawling in through a window. And okay. so they're going to respond. I mean, you know, they're, so they're responding to that. But... I had to do that so many times. I had a basement apartment. I had to do it like two or three times. No cops got called on me. Maybe they didn't give a I shit. I had to break into my house all the time. So I yeah. forgot my keys. Oh, exactly. I've got, <laughs> I've got a crowbar in my vehicle just for these exact occasions. So, wait, yep. so here, here's one. I got. I was in court for a speeding ticket when I was 18 and it was down the shore. Um, High speeding ticket you got? Uh, 85 and a 60. I'm 127. <laughs> oh, you got me beat. You got me beat. Choice. Yeah, that's nice. Well, if you're gonna do it, go big. You know, at a certain point, well, they can't give you any more points. You know, they only have it only goes up to like seven miles per hour or more. So listen, seven is the same as twenty. So you might as well, you know. Um, well, go hundred. So I was in there, uh, and we were trying to get the just get you know talk down to like obstructing traffic or something like that. And so they're going through all the pleas, and they do all the guilty pleas first because it's gonna go faster. And the one dude is charged with public urination and you could charge, you could plead innocent, guilty or uh, guilty, not guilty or guilty, but with an explanation. And so the guy says, well, I'm going to plead guilty with an explanation. And All right, I'll hear your explanation. Well, it was my house. I had locked my keys inside. I was coming back from the bar. I had walked home and it was a rental house. Uh, I had rented the property. I really had to go. So I was in the bushes and I was doing, I was, I was going to the, I was taking a leak in the bushes and the judge said, well, okay, that's fine, because it was his own property. So it's like, because again, he was a renter, so technically it's his own property. So I think one of the other guys that was like in line behind him thought, well, wait, I'm going to try this. So he goes, well, I'm gonna, he's charged with public urination. He says, I'm going to get, I'm going to plead guilty, but with an explanation. Well, what's your explanation? Well, I really had to go, so I went between two cars. Judge says, yeah, you're paying the full fine. And it was like a $400 fine or, or not. It wasn't that much. It was like maybe it's like a $200 fine or something. So what He got is, off lucky then. He did. But what does he do? He goes next door to the bank, changes in all the money for pennies, and brings back and pays his fine in mm-hmm. pennies. That was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that I got a chance a to pay idea. mine before he got to, because I would have been there for a while. It was... <laughs> that makes so... me think of... Go ahead, Ross. No, I was just gonna say I, I was living in New Mexico and uh, it uh, I was it, like in my twenties and it was like the first time I'd been uh, you know away from home uh, for any extended period and uh, I had this really crappy efficiency apartment and uh, one morning and I, I didn't have to work that morning uh, so I was trying to sleep in or whatever and uh, one morning it's hear hear a bunch of thumping and just a lot of noise outside the apartment and uh you know the neighbors had been noisy before and whatever so i was like oh i wonder so i got up and and i looked out the window and there's like this i like i don't see anybody and then i looked down and there's like this cop like walking down 
the and it was an outside uh entryway so mm-hmm. it's like outside uh stairwell and stuff so i'm like what's going on so um you know i i got i quickly got dressed and um kind of poked my head out the the door and the cop wasn't there anymore but then i came i i went out onto the little walkway and it's the third it was a third floor apartment and there's a cop down on the ground and he's like what the hell are you doing there? Get out! Get out of there! I'm like, what? And so I ran and ran in, and grabbed my keys, uh, and you know, and 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 shut the door, and and I start like you know scurrying down the steps. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I guess they had been knocking on all the doors, telling everybody to evacuate. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I go out, and like all the people from that building are like outside, and all the people from the other two buildings are outside in the parking lot and i found like these th- this uh dude that was wearing a tie-dye and i'm like immediately i'm like going to that dude because i'm i'm kind of was kind of a hippie you know am kind of a hippie so i'm like hey what's going on and he's like yeah i guess uh you know somebody violated their parole and uh so they're they're trying to you know they, they think he has a bomb and i'm like a bomb and like yeah yeah i think he has bomb it, it, they brought out something in a box like about it 20 minutes later and blew it up whatever the fuck it was they brought it out in one of these things and, mm-hmm. and exploded it and whatever and it turns out it was my fucking next door neighbor extraordinary I violated his parole and had guns and I guess they suspected something was a bomb and they, they exploded it. And Jesus. like I and he had like they had been yelling. Like they would yell at each other, like next door, you know, and, and I there might have been domestic violence. I don't know. I didn't really ever see anything. Um but yeah, that was that was kinda of like it was like I wasn't scared until I found out that it was my next door neighbor and that like I could have been blown up. That's, I was like, what oh, the fuck? Yeah, that's he, a he had scary. guns and shit, and he, he was violating his parole by having guns. So, yeah, that was actually one time where I was kind of grateful that the police <laughs> yeah. were there. But oh, yeah. I was like, it freaked me the hell out because they, they were like, what the fuck are you still doing in there? Get out. I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, by no stretch of the imagination am I saying cops are bad. I, I think cops are great, but... <laughs> There's some times where they're dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one. They came to my house one time, and I thought it was really, really funny because have you ever had a cop throw a rock at your door? So. <laughs> no. They they uh they had to come and serve uh serve another person in my house papers, and at the time. I had a 220-pound giant Alaskan Malamute that standed. Uh, if he was up on his hind legs, he'd about, be about 10 feet tall. He was a bear. Mm-hmm. He big boy. Big he, boy. I trained him to pull my truck, and my truck weighed <laughs> well over 5,000 pounds. <laughs> so he's big, strong boy. And my old house, the front door had this big, huge window in front of it, and in front and below the window was uh, a little like Lay's couch. Couch type thing, so I hear tink, tink, and my dog's kind of like at the front. I'm like, oh, okay. What are you looking at? Is there like a chipmunk or something out there? And down my walkway, I look out my window, and down the walkway, I see a cop. 
<laughs> like, what? And he's throwing rocks at my door. So I open my door. He bolts. I'm like, okay. So I close my door again. Like, that was weird. And then a few minutes later, tink, tink. So I open my door again. He's like, ma'am, can you please step out and close the door? So I'm like, okay. I step outside, close the door. And he's like, is that dog going to eat us? <laughs> what dog? No. He's actually quite tame. Don't make me tell him so to. He... <laughs> oh, no. No, my dog was the biggest. So we had the, we had the, uh, the, the water meter guy. He would sit there and he'd walk straight into our backyard and he'd feed my dog treats because my dog had the meanest bark you've ever heard. But you give him a treat, he's like, "Yay, best friend!" Hey, um, it's a food person. <laughs> yeah. So this this, this one has treatos. Like, that dog is gonna come through the window. He is scared that the both there are tough couple of them. I couldn't see the other ones that were around the corner, but there was a couple of them, and they were too scared to come to my house because <laughs> my dog was sitting there, all 220 pounds in the window, just <laughs> staring him down. God. I see you out there. I you see like you. I will me. eat you. <laughs> when in fact you would be like, you. yay! I'll just bark and yell at people. He was—he was the epitome of all bark, no bite. <laughs> he was such a baby, but Big he was huge. God, Big old baby. I miss that dog. Big old baby. Oh yeah, and the 127 mile per hour speeding ticket. That's because I was going between Reno and Vegas. And there's a whole lot of nothing between Reno and Vegas except for wide open desert roads. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so why not do 127 miles? Why not? Because I was, we were. Well, it was me and a friend. We were racing to see who could get between Reno and Vegas quickest. <laughs> I won, even though I got even, even with the speeding ticket. Even with the speeding ticket. I was able to get to 120 once on 95 at like 3 in the morning. That was cool, mm -hmm. but not sustainable. I think I, the highest <laughs> amount of speed I've ever had is uh, 94 on a country road uh, back near my house, uh, back when I was like 16. Back when you don't care if you live or die. Back when you don't care about the yeah, consequences of a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, herd of deer uh, crossing mm -hmm. the road uh, in the late night and uh, striking one of them at uh, 94 miles an hour, which didn't happen, but almost did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've traveled. I'm almost to two million miles of driving time, and in all that time, I've still never hit a deer. Come close a lot of times because those bastards are really dumb, but. I've never, I've well, never they see deer, they see God. the deer crossing sign and they're waiting for the deer bus and they see you coming. They think you I might be the deer it. bus. No. I saw there's deer a comic Uber. out there where it's like about the deer and he's teaching his son about like, and you see those lights, you got to stare them down real hard and that's how you win the battle. And it's, you know, oh. car coming. A semi, yeah. Like, oh. that's basically, I, as far as my headcanon goes, that's what deer are thinking. <laughs> The way we used to take down to the shore were these winding back county roads through the Pine Barrens. Um, and, uh, yeah, at night it definitely became an issue because there's a lot of blind corners that you'd be coming around and you never knew if there were going to be deer floating around there. But the other challenge was it was like almost like you, wanted, you, you felt like you were on the Autobahn a little bit. So you were trying to take these turns as fast as you could, you know, because the, the usual drive between my house and 
the shore was about 40 minutes and we were always trying to go sub 30. So, so, so I was able to, I was able to, pine barrens, huh? Initial D New Jersey pine barrens, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I, I did it in 20 minutes once one time, 20 minutes. And that was probably looking back. It was probably, that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. Cause it was obviously at night and you know, going very fast and around turns that you should probably not be going fast in, but the best. But I was, hey, I had a Mustang. I supposed to go fast, you know. <laughs> yeah, the only difference between driving out here and driving back in Indiana at night is sometimes it's a bear instead of a deer. <laughs> mm -hmm. In which case, you and might then, not kill like, the bear, and the bear's gonna, well, I'm gonna hurt you now. <laughs> you're gonna hit the bear and annoy it, and it's gonna be like, well, okay, I'm gonna eat you now. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna pry open your vehicle and find your chips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I ate my yeah, chips. It's still chips. gonna find them. <laughs> Yep. We're going to find Where those chips. Oh, look. <laughs> oh, look. Takeout. My Uber, eats, <laughs> my Uber Eats is here. <laughs> I hadn't done a garbage burn in a while, and there was a whole bunch, like, out in the front yard that were raiding through everything. I'm like, do you mind? Guys, we're on to something here. Come on. Oh, we'll mm -hmm. be back. Hang on. We'll, we're just, we're just, you know, picking through, making sure there's yeah, nothing we've in here. we've got... We've got the mountain lion, the bears, and the raccoons, and they're all trash jerks. Were any of them wearing a hat and bow tie? Or, no. Or, or a picnic basket? I'm smarter <laughs> but the than bears, the average bear. Like, the bears here are nothing. They're big baby black bears. Oh, yeah. And, or like the sun bear kind. Of, and they're such babies. Back where I'm from, we had grizzlies and shit. Those are bears. Yeah. But they're still babies. But they're just bigger babies. And, until... You get between well, Mama like and the Cubs. Them off. <laughs> Until you get like, or like just like look at them wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've had that instance out camping. Like it, there was there was one time when I I was having to do my um, rescue training certification and you have to go do a lot of stuff and we're camping in the middle of the woods. Your uh, your, and, your uh, whiffer certification. Huh. Wilderness first responder certification. Your whiffer. No, not that one, because ours had to be scuba diving specific, so ah, it okay. had to, we had to deal with a lot of different uh, terrains, so ah. we had to be at least 10,000 feet above an elevation, ah. so you can get your high altitude, because that stuff really fucks with the oxygen levels in your mm -hmm. blood, mm -hmm. especially when you go and want to go up that high, and then you're going down into water to pressurize it, and you're trying to figure oh, out I how get to it. not yeah. die. I get it, so, okay. Yeah, it sucks. Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. nitrogen levels are all over the place, but we had to camp over... <laughs> it was during peak breeding season and there's these really cute little fluffy bears that are like everywhere and yeah you don't want to mess with them because mm -hmm. <laughs> then in the looming distance you just hear thud thud, thud. <laughs> like, sorry sorry <laughs> there's a bunch of the fish that we caught have it I don't have all care. the fish have all the things <laughs> these are not for yeah. hugging well, you just yeah. need to be able to run faster than the slowest fish, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be able to run that bear. I just got to outrun or you. Or dual-wheeled fish and go after that bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not going to work. Apex predator. Yeah, because you're like, oh, well, we'll just go into the water. Yeah, bears can swim. <laughs> bears can swim really well. And they can climb, yeah. and they're fast, and they're... Like, yeah. like you're... Just fucking leave the bears alone. Leave there's them in a there. reason. There's Don't a reason them. why they're an apex predator. <laughs> we didn't tame bears, goddammit. We tamed wolves. And they're okay? smart. We looked at bears, and bears were like, "No, fuck off." 
the, and, and they're smart as shit too. It, it's yeah, they're very smart. Very that's smart. that's the problem because now you have something that's strong and smart. It nah. <laughs> yeah, with four inch claws. Yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, <laughs> everything proof. <laughs> Try uh, stabbing a bear. Doesn't work. Try shooting a bear. Doesn't work. Depends on the caliber. <laughs> and even and then, even then, meh. <laughs> a bear might still kill you before it realizes that it itself is dead. Yeah. <laughs> There's a picture yeah. out there of a bear that had like mange or something and it lost all of its fur and it's just nightmare fuel. It's, very it's a nightmare sad. bear. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Very sad. Yeah. It's I mean it's sad, but you look at it, you're like, Jesus Christ, that is terrifying. But then you also realize how yeah. much fur and it, and you see that you're like, I just kinda wanna They're hug fluffy. a bear even more now. I just really want to hug a bear and Oh well, a bear will hug so you back. <laughs> Knitted a sweater. Some bears are fine. Some. <laughs> Other bears are buttholes. <laughs> Pandas, fuck those things. What? what? They're so dumb. They're cute. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's, oh, you're just picking up. A, a, he's a, picking a, a fight. Bear. He's picking a fight. If you have to say which bear's the worst, it has to be the koala. <laughs> well, they're marsupial. Dumb. No, and pandas impressive. are worse. No. No, pandas, pandas are, are fluffy and snuggable. <laughs> so no. are koalas. No, koalas are mean and aggressive chlamydia. And gave you chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> See. Well, don't don't have I mean, sex with a koala, and maybe then no, you wouldn't get the commitment. Don't touch a koala. They have it you can't on touch them. It. It's not like a it's not like a fluid transfer thing. They just have it. Well, then don't don't, like, it. don't, don't touch the koala and touch yourself. Not, I mean, wash your hands. We have panda in the chat, and you're like fuck pandas. Well, listen, not that specific panda in chat. Just I don't appreciate your anti-panda propaganda here. I'd, I'd like to what? apologize. That's fine. I won't do either of those things. Of all pandas. <laughs> no, pandas, yeet them into the sun for all I can. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. This, this took a turn. Most hated animals. <laughs> this, this took a turn. Pandas. Okay, all right. We get it. Fuck them. Panda hate. Fine. I don't, I don't, don't really ever run for public office. Gideon Reese hates Seriously? pants. <laughs> they're just going to take this entire VOD. And put it <laughs> well, you know, He's a suspected terrorist who hates pandas. Gideon Reese, suspected terrorist, hates pandas. Hates pandas. Hates pandas. Oh my god. And if he hates pandas, that means he hates Jesus. <laughs> he believes in pandemonium. Against oh. a, vote for a, Jesus a vote for Gideon is a vote for Satan. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, wait a second. He ran. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's talk about this because this might be a. <laughs> yeah, running for public office. Yeah, that's something I'm gonna. Be oh doing. God, no, never. There's too many skeletons in my closet from my youth. It's just. I mean, uh, yeah, I've watched some strange porn in my day, but nothing. Too <laughs> Sound clips. <laughs> Gideon Reese. <laughs> Yeah, I Gideon watched Preen, porn back in my day. Sexual deviant. Really hates pandas. It. Hates Jesus. Hates Jesus. Watches porn. <laughs> sexual deviant. He'll attack and dethrone God. <laughs> God. That certainly wouldn't be running on the Democratic ticket. Not all you have to do is say "Hail Satan" during this during this spot during this casting. You we'll have everything for that. You already did. I did. Platform. I've already said it. He threw oh, up the horns and everything. Sorry, yeah, I just... <laughs> 
I was laughing too hard. Now I will never be able to run for public office. You're making God. You make Panda Jesus cry. Well, you know that's fine. Poor Panda Jesus. I mean, you like fighters. So now we've established that that Gideon is not a viable third-party writing candidate. Or maybe he is. I don't know. He's certainly not going to be the panda party's pick. No, it's, maybe, it's... maybe maybe there's a niche sector that's wider than we know about that does not like pandas. Maybe is there like a is there like a does pan do pandas have like a mortal enemy? Because that would be like the people who would like Idiot. be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the Gideons. No, um, that would be really fucking funny. Um, uh, the uh, I don't think they have. Uh, natural powers. okay potential potential predators includes jackals snow leopards and yellow yellow-throated martins i i, I think a yellow-throated martin party leopard. now i think it'd be the yellow-throated martin party martin. but Martins. that's like, they only go after well yeah but i think they get that big is that they well, it says they go after uh, the cubs not uh, so much the adults yellow okay throated Martin, I'm gonna see what this is here. I don't know what that is. Never yeah, dude. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cool. yeah, yeah. I think that would be the these look like they look kind of like uh, weasels or. Uh... Are you equating me to a weasel? Sir? No, 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 no. Or, or, <laughs> listen, mongoose. Sir. A mongoose. This is name calling. I won't stand for it in this debate. Um. <laughs> I will not have your mudslinging. I just have I just have like this vision now of like at a future Pax Unplugged of someone like cosplaying as a panda. And you two like making like this eye contact from across the room, and then it devolves into like that uh, Family Guy where Peter gets no, in the, the fight with the chicken. Fight. The, but fucking, it's just... uh, the Kill Bill, uh, the Kill Bill horns go off. Let's then move okay. it to what's your favorite animal? Penguin. Okay, penguin. Okay. Pangolin. Oh, pangolin. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I can see a pangolin. Yeah. Horribly, uh, are we gonna? Endangered? So wait, wait. Are we gonna say like? Because I mean, for me, it would be dog. But are we gonna say like in the animal kingdom, like outside of like domesticated animals? What could be dog if you want to do dog? I, mean, I think it might be dog, but pangolin. It will eat the ants in your house, but it will also have to tear your house apart. <laughs> but it will also destroy your house. It will go ham it will on your basement. Your house, but your termites will be gone. Ball. I don't know. Pangolin I don't, I don't like give that. a fuck about your concrete. <laughs> Yeah, there's a great video of that of that pangolin just going absolutely ham uh, on a wall, ripping the side that that marble siding or just, mm -hmm. just tearing it down. Like, no, I'm, there's something in here, and I'm gonna get it. I found an ant. Rip. Oh, I found <laughs> yeah, <more>. one. Rip. <laughs> one ant. Gotta get it. Hey guys, you got some ants in here. Rip, rip, rip. <laughs> don't anymore. But my wall. You don't have any ants. My wall. Fuck your wall. I was hungry. I don't know this. It's called egg snack wrapper. Thank you very much. <laughs> your wall meant nothing to me. <laughs> I kind of like this yellow shirt of Martin. Anyone else? Meanwhile, yeah. inside the wall, we're safe. We're in the human's wall. No, the pangolin could never wall. get at us here. <laughs> humans won't allow it. They love their precious wall. <laughs> it holds up their house, which they live in. Angela said, "Ha ha ha ha! Cool. Fucking humans. I'm gonna eat some ants. Eat me some ants. I'm really torn on which would be my favorite. Either a red panda or an ermine." Uh, red pandas are pretty awesome. They're yeah. amazing. Ermines are pretty cool, though. But ermines are very useful. And they're adorable. I think it's between a dog and a quokka. 
Quokas are amazing. I want mm. to go to that island. Yeah, just so you can say hi and, and get and pose with the Quokas who are. Always... I will totally be one of those idiots that does the selfie with the smiley Quokas. But they come up to you. They're like super friendly. They're like, hi. I know, they're great, and they're they always so. Your face. No, 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 Do they're they? friendly. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. they're friendly. Oh, shame. They're all that's like so just adorable and like happy. They're all just like. Mm -hmm. And like genuinely happy, like not in like mm -hmm. an annoying, hey, you're annoying me with your fake happiness kind of way. More like a, dude, you just made me feel a lot better about my day. I want mm -hmm. to train a wombat to attack male people. <laughs> because Wait, it will God. just like try to tackle them. Postal <laughs> like, people? Like huh? postal postal office people or, or human males? You, just all you said, males. Oh, okay. Oh, just like, you said, ma you said male people. You said male and like, people, and I'm like... A, like a, 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 a juggernaut wombat. <laughs> <laughs> any, any guy that I don't like, you know, attack him. Not a, not a, not a honey badger? No, a wombat. Because you don't expect a wombat to be violent. <laughs> oh, it's true, you don't. You expect Aww. them to, to crawl about, into a hole. What about sea otters? Oh, otters are awesome. Otters, otters are awesome. They are awesome. And I they're very squeaky. They are. Yeah, they make funny. Speaks. They make funny noises when they eat. And... <laughs> Have you ever seen the one? There's a. There's one of a. Uh, of a. Someone has a. Um. A porcupine and it's eating, a pumpkin. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and it's making. It sounds like a cartoon noise, but it, it's like legit. Mm -hmm. They're like basically like just giant dogs that can't be pet, and I think they all just want to be pet because, they like belly scratches and they want it and they want to get like pet, but they can't do it without maiming you, and I think it's very sad. Yeah, I I I almost adopted a porcupine because he needed a home because they're they're just very sweet creatures. <laughs> I just are. didn't they're have space. Nice. I had so many at that point. I don't think I could. Like, all oh. of the creatures. Well, because I was I was uh, an endangered or I was a uh, your endangered was, species. Was it was um. Uh, exotic animal rescue basically thing so anything that was odd came to me for those that haven't seen it there you go his name's teddy bear oh i guess i couldn't put it in here too yeah yeah oh i've seen um, this one yeah where he's, he's yeah exactly he's so excited about this about that yeah. pumpkin and it's, I, I swear, I thought it was someone doing like a cartoon voice. Oh no, that's what porcupine sounds like. And that's what made it amazing. That's the anime version. That's the. Teddy <laughs> bears is adorable. Okay, I'm getting hungry, so I'm gonna end yeah. on teddy bear. We should probably eat some foods. Yes, e. foods time. So we will be off for the next two Sundays because of PAX Online. Not just because of PAX Online, but uh, our indomitable clues will be line producing. So make sure if you are in chat at some point that you give a little shout out to clues and say... Behave. Uh, behave. Be uh, nice. We, be we will be hosting... Um, we will be, I'm sure we'll be hosting some of the PAX channels on the EDR Twitch channel. Um We'll have we have set up some uh, Twitch channel or some in our in our Discord we have some PAX discussion channels, um, so you can uh, join us there for some watching and chatting and experiences there. And we will be back in one two not not three Sundays I guess from now with some all new 
Uh, Team X provided that you know nothing strange happens in the next. Provided that weeks. the panda lobby does not uh, <laughs> move <laughs> me not, from. Not, move me from does not send us a, 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 a DMCA notice to the entire site or some kind, and, and then we're done. You see a lot of hatred for pandas. All the hate yeah, well, mail. a bit. Well, we don't like it. I'm tired of the anti-panda rhetoric. <laughs> it's hurtful against pandas. But only against listen, certain pandas. Not listen. Uh, you know, it, it has to be said, if you're going to uh, uh, occupy uh, an evolutionary niche, you should at least be good at it. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, send Think all... for yourself. Oh, uh, burn! Uh, 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 <laughs> send all, uh, send all uh, hate mail to at gid underscore Reese uh, on Twitter. <laughs> so... I will not read it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I will simply delete it. If you DM me and I don't like what you have say and i don't know i will not be reading it congratulations <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, hopefully we'll see you in the streams for uh for, during uh, pax online uh everyone have a great couple of weeks